Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Welcome to the Chauncey Show. We're always right and never left. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. Before we begin our show, we'd like to send out prayers to all of those who have lost loved ones with this unfortunate disease, COVID-19. Our prayers always go out to you and your family. And for those who unfortunately have family members that are in the hospital suffering, we keep praying for speedy recovery for you and your family. We also want to thank all of the frontline workers, EMS, fire, police, doctors, nurses, scientists, everybody on the front line trying to battle this disease and get it under control so hopefully we can get back to a normal life. We have a very exciting show tonight. We have a former Colorado State Senator, um, Ted Harvey, in the studio. He was elected to the State Senate representing District 30 from 2007 to 2015. He did not seek re-election in 2014. He served in the Colorado House of Representatives from 2000 to 2006. Harvey was also an at-large delegate in the 2016 Republican National Convention from Colorado. Harvey was also one of 30 delegates from Colorado bound by starting party rules, party rules, excuse me, to support Ted Cruz at the convention. Cruz suspended his campaign in May 2016, and at that time, approximately 546 bound delegates. The Committee to Defend the President was first established as a hybrid stop Hillary PAC in 2013. The PAC changed its name to the Committee to Defend the President in 2017, and we're honored to have Mr. Harvey in the studios, the former state senator, and chairs the committee today. Let's welcome your honor to the studio. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me on. It's an honor to have you on, Ted, and finally in the studio. I can't thank you personally enough for your service to the state of Colorado and to the country, and you're, you're doing some amazing things now as the chairman uh, of the committee. 
So we're looking forward to having a nice show and you telling us about yourself and how we got here today and what the future holds for you. Excuse me. <laughs> Like, like you said, we started this pack in 2013 as the Stop Hillary pack. Mm-hmm. And um, last thing we wanted was for Hillary Clinton never step foot in the White House again. Amen. And then when Trump won and we saw the, the left having riots all across the country the very next day, um, and that continued for four years, um, we changed the name to the Committee to Defend the President. And we grew to be one of the largest pro-Trump packs in the country. And uh, we did everything we could to make sure that that uh, we got Trump back in there for another four years. But um, now that he is no longer in office, um, we are no longer the committee to defend the president. We are the committee to defeat the president. And um, that's going to be our goal. You know, everybody always says, well, we want the, the president to be successful. Well, I don't want this president to be successful, especially when you're looking at what he is been pushing just in the first couple weeks of his administration, it is doing everything he can to destroy the free market system and destroy our economy and have open borders and um, a lot of other things. So I don't want those things. That's why I've been passionately involved in politics for 30 years is to to fight against the socialist encroachment on our economy. And um, I think Joe Biden's administration is just going to accelerate that. Absolutely. I could not agree with you more that our country is in one facing one of the biggest challenges in the history of our nation with Joe Biden as the president. And it's sad that I believe our educational system has failed our children where they're not able to grow up and understand what it is to be a statesman, understand civic responsibilities civic duties, the constitutions, and we see all of these leftist organizations and these young kids arising against a system that has allowed us to grow Americans at an alarming rate over the past hundred years. And yes, we are going to do everything that we can to fight against the policies of Joe Biden. That's why I have my show. That's why I have, you know, people on like yourself on my show because we have to take our country back, and we have to fight every day for it. You know, um, so right now, you're working on the committee to defeat the president. What are some of the areas that you're focusing on? I mean, there's a lot of policies. I know that we do not agree <laughs> with the, with Biden. That's another loaded question I asked you, um, because everything he touches... <laughs> million people got out and and worked their butts off to vote for President Trump and and to get him into office. And um, they're outraged by the fact that um, the the Democrats stole this election, and they're outraged by the fact that the FBI and and the administration, uh, moles within the administration, did everything they could for the last four years to destroy Trump and and to slow down his efforts to um, make America great again. 
And so those people are outraged. They're frustrated. And my or effort and the org- my organization's effort is to harness that energy and focus that energy into doing something that's positive. And what that is is, you know, we are a republic. We're still a republic. And um, we need to start a revolution at the voting box. And one of the one of the main complaints that I have about the, the conservative movement is that um, we all get angry and everything, and um, we, we may vote, but when we, we don't vote in the t- numbers that we need to. If you look at if you look at the Georgia Senate elections, mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty thousand people voted in November for Purdue yet didn't show up to vote in January for Purdue. And so we didn't – conservatives didn't lose the election. We didn't lose the majority in the United States Senate because the Democrats stole the, the, the election in Georgia for the United States Senate. We, we handed it over to them because we didn't get out and vote. Um, and so we have nobody else to blame but ourselves for, for losing the majority. And we need to do a much better job of mobilizing our base, organizing our base, and getting conservatives out to vote. And that's what we're going to be focusing on. And we're going to be focusing on pushing back every single day against the, the Democrats in Congress, against the lamestream media. And um, Joe Biden and his administration, we are going to be on the front lines every single day pushing back. So it's a two-pronged effort, but um, we've we've got to do a much better job as conservatives of of mobilizing and coordinating our efforts going into the 2022 elections and the 2024 elections. I could not agree more with you, and I'd like to footnote and add one thing to my listeners, and I hope that the RNC, if they're listening as well, as an African-American Republican Jewish man, <laughs> I like to throw that in there. I got three strikes against me. Um, I would hope, I, I, I would hope that the RNC would start investing in these cities. The only way we're going to really take away and take this country back is we start. We have to start talking about the rich history of the Republican Party. Our fight is going to have to be in these cities. Because we saw over the past four years what the left has been doing in these cities. And the only way I believe, I grew up in a city, I've been a Republican all my life, is we have to bring the fight in these urban areas. Because we're going to continue to, we're going to lose this country if we do not begin to infiltrate and really address the social, economic, and Republicans have worked on putting policies together to enhance African-American education and a lot of other things. But we're going to have to get boots on the ground. When we have qualified candidates, we need these state parties to fund them. We cannot continue to abandon these cities to the Democrats because at the end of the day, it's still all of our tax dollars 
that is being mismanaged and waste in these cities. And then what happens? They look to the federal government like they're doing now through this COVID bill to get money to bail them out for the mismanagement. So even though I understand your broad approach, and I think it's going to be effective and we need to, I hope that the Republican National Committee really starts looking at the amount of African-Americans that have gotten involved as of late during the Trump presidency in the Republican Party, and how do we harness this and move forward and cultivate it so we don't lose that that movement? Well, I couldn't agree more, and I, I think if you saw what the Trump campaign did and the mm-hmm. administration did, they, they focused on yes. improving the economy for all Americans, red, yellow, hey. black, and white. It didn't matter. Amen. What, what nationality you were, and uh, a a rising boat lifts, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats, and that was their objective, and that's what the free market system is all about. That's what capitalism is all about, and we need to continue to promote that with with the inner cities of America and say you all, and I think you are seeing that. I think you are seeing a great awakening in the inner cities when Mm -hmm. they're starting to look at what's going on with their Democrat politicians that just keep promising them, promising them, promising them, but their lives are not improving. I think as they were waking up to the successes of the Trump economy and what that was meaning for them and their families, I think they're seeing that there is an alternative other than looking to government as their lord and savior, um, I think they can, you know, look to themselves and look to their to the free market principles to get themselves out of the situation that they're in. And certainly, your point about education, the the failure of the public education system, especially in inner cities, is is a travesty, and mm-hmm. it is. It is a, a, a national disgrace. Um, and when you see the Republicans promoting vouchers, promoting school choice, promoting allowing kids to get out of the, the bondage that they're in simply because of their zip code and go mm-hmm. to a school that will actually provide them the educational opportunities for their individual needs, um, that's what's going to make the difference in getting the, the minority communities over to the Republican side. Um, and, and the more Democrats fight that, the more Democrats continue to push for um, continuing this failed government public school system that is a monopoly simply mm-hmm. because of the zip code that they live in. Um, the, I believe you're going to see the African-American community rise up against the Democrats and say, you know, set my people free and let us start going to schools that will educate my kids. For those that are tuning in, this is the Chauncey Show. We're always right, never left. We're honored and proud to have in the studio former Colorado State Senator and chair of Let's Defeat the Current President, Chairman Ted Harvey, in the studio and we're talking about national issues and the impact of the Trump campaign, the African-American vote, and a host of all other issues that are affecting our nation. Recently today, uh, just to talk about a quick current event, Ted, uh, I read today that Congress is looking to try to take over total control over our election process in the country. 
did you read that today? Yeah, but I don't put much into that. They, they're going to have to get 60 votes in the Senate to get it through, and there's no way they're going to get 60 votes in the Senate. I don't even think they would get 50 votes in the Senate because I don't think Joe Manchin would support that. Any Anything that's coming out of the House of Representatives, um, and I, I wouldn't put much concern or worry or fear or thought into um, because Nancy Pelosi and the and the radical leftists in the House are are not going to get their dream uh, through the the Senate. They, the Senate's going to stop a lot of that. So, but it, I think it is a good foreshadowing what will happen to this country if the Democrats have a filibuster-proof Senate, and the Democrats are pushing to do away with the filibuster and push for just a simple majority vote in the Senate. And if they do that, you're going to see all of these radical ideas push through. And Joe Manchin right now is probably the the most powerful person in Washington, D.C., because he's the one that holds the vote to, to hold the line on, on a lot of this stuff that the Democrats are trying to push through. And that, that's very insightful, but it's also sad and, and scary where our country is moving so quickly to socialism and because of our failed educational system you know why would we think that socialism is good it's failed everywhere around the world and now even with the media beginning to censor conservative voices like myself and others on social media platforms um it's we're living in some very interesting times uh you know I mean, I'm only 58 years old. I've been a Republican all my life. I grew up in the 60s. And to go from no telephone, black and white TV, to now in fighting and watching the civil rights in the 60s to now our free speech is being censored. We're, we're saying that when we post, we're, when we post something, it's false. Or you can't say this. It's identity politics has reared its ugly head. And and it's sad because it will not move the bar for real reform. It's only going to further divide a nation. Do you want to say something, Ted? Well, it's, it's sidious and it's yes. dangerous. They are destroying people's lives and they're destroying businesses with a with – a ca- uh, cancel it says if you say anything that is that is not uh, along the lines of the radical leftist um, thought, then we will destroy you and that's what they're trying to do with the president this coming week because they know they don't have the votes to impeach the president they know that it's not constitutional that's why the Supreme Court justice isn't coming in because he knows it's not constitutional, but they're going to do it and, and make a huge spectacle out of this because they want to send a message to all conservatives, not Donald Trump, but to you and me and all conservatives across the country. If you try to come against us, this is what we will do to you. Just like we are destroying Donald Trump and his business and his kids and his kids' businesses, we are going to come after you also. So you better shut up. You better not try to resist the socialist 
movement, and in my opinion, it's not just socialist. It's a it's a demonic, deviant movement. Um, you, we are going to do everything we can to destroy you. So don't speak out against us because we're gonna we're gonna treat you, make an example out of you, the way we're making an example out of Donald Trump. My you are God, the committee to defend mm-hmm. the president. Mm-hmm. We were the one of the largest PACs in the country, and for the last five months, we've not been able to advertise on Facebook. We we going into the election, we were not able to advertise on Facebook. Going into the Georgia special election for the United States Senate, we were not able to advertise on Facebook. It's not that is interfering in an election. We're not worried about Russia. We're not worried about Iran or China interfering in an election. We're worried about the social media technocrats in California that are undoubtedly interfering in our elections. And the American people need to rise up and they need to get off of all of these platforms because if you are on Facebook, if you are on Twitter right now, you are funding your enemy. We're in some very, very scary times. Uh, you know, we've gone from socialist to Marxist to communism, like in the year. Yep. Yep. I mean, when when Trump won in 2016, and then and then we held the Senate in 2018, they knew that they could not. They, it was all or nothing for them, and they went all in to destroy free speech and destroy conservatives in this country. You know, Ted, it's sad because thank God I have this platform, but there's not That's too right. many places. There are not, you know, it's ironic that we're going back to radio again because we can't get airtime on TV. You know, we're being blocked. We're being blocked on social media. And, you know, I'm wondering how long they're going to allow me to keep this platform. And it's sad. Um, <laughs> it's sad. And, and, and the thing is... Hopefully, hopefully, conservative voices on the radio will not be canceled, but... Um, be careful. Yeah, I mean, that's all we have right now. I mean, if when you really think yep. about it, but they shut down parlor. We don't really have anywhere to go. Thank God I'm still on yep. Facebook. You know, because yep. that's really the largest social media platform. So if I have a voice on Facebook and I'm not being blocked. You know, then, but even on Facebook, I have to walk timidly. That's right. And you shouldn't have to. You know, I mean, I have, have I have to be careful because, you know, am I going to shut down my 10,000 followers uh, on, on Facebook? So now yep. I have to walk a tightrope with my listeners, my followers, and and the big tech looking over my shoulder, Chauncey, okay, you can't post this. You can't say this. I mean, you know, people need to really start to understand what's going on in our country. You know, it's not government's responsibility to tell you what to do. It's not government's responsibility to tell you how to live your lives. That's not government's responsibility. To you. And it's That's not, your... not Facebook's responsibility to tell you how to think or what you can hear or who you can offend or not offend. 
why we have the First Amendment is to protect our ability to say whatever we want to, even if it offends people. Ted, they don't even recognize the Constitution. Nope. You know, you know, we are we argue as Republicans about the Constitution all of the time, and we get laughed at. It's sad. It it really is sad. That's why I say. That's why I say Donald Trump is probably going to go down as one of the best presidents in our nation's history, simply because of his appointments to the judiciary, especially the three support three Supreme Court justices that will now have a majority on the Supreme Court. They care about the Constitution, and they will be upholding the Constitution. And that's really why the Democrats are manifesting the way they are, because they know that conservatives have control of the judiciary all across the country, and they're not going to be able to push through their radical leftist agenda through the court system the way they have for the last 60 years. You know, Ted, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we, in college I learned power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And now Congress is talking about, I think it was in the news yesterday, I posted about it, about trying to increase the number of judicial appointments to the courts. When are people going to realize yeah. that this is totalitarianism? That they're trying to tell you what is best for you. You know, um, you know, I'm very thankful that my father was a, a Navy veteran, and I'm very thankful and blessed the times that I grew up in, because we respected everyone, we respected the flag, you respected the military. I was still saying the Pledge of Allegiance in school in prayer, and then I can't believe I'm 58 years old and I get hammered by others, blacks. On younger than me, calling me Uncle Tom, calling me all these names because of my conservative viewpoints that I was raised with these values because they lack the education to understand why. But we have we have failed the younger generation. There's no doubt about it. And yeah, I, and, and I, I believe that it is, it is a planned failure. They did it on purpose. And, and, you know, Ted, you know, it's sad because uh, I'm going to be on a show next week out of California. And we had a roundtable a couple of weeks ago. And I was the youngest person at the roundtable at 58, and everyone else was in their 60s, early 70s. And we were talking about issues within the black community. And... The biggest challenge that we realize that we face is these kids do not want to listen to older people today. And that's interesting. It's not like when we grew up, you respected your elders. Older people are always wiser. They know more. The the gap between, and I'm only 58, the gap between these kids 20 years old or whatever, like, what are you talking about, old man? And, and you well, see it by... Go ahead, why do you Ted. think that is? Why do you think that is? I I, I believe it is the the breakdown of the, yeah, of yes. the family, the Absolutely. breakdown of the family in the African American community. When you have a bunch of kids having kids, and dad's not around, and you have government being the 
the Daddy. provider, exactly. Um, then then you have no respect for authority. You have no respect for the elderly, and um, you are you are dooming an entire generation to dependency upon government. But you're also um, setting up a situation that's going to be a dangerous scenario for that culture and um, the our social welfare system has encouraged that over the last 50 years. And, um, you know, people, people that are conservatives pro family have been arguing and screaming at the top of our lungs about what these incentives are going to create. And here we are now, you know, all these decades later, and we are being proven correct, sadly, unfortunately. And and also, and it, it's sad, and this has been a very, very insightful conversation. I, I want you to come back. I'm going to let you close. The sad part is, is as a result of your morals, you've been called a racist. And that's the sad part in this. Rather than people thinking that, you want to cut social programs to develop and inspire independency. They call people that don't support these programs racist. And that's even more troubling because well, they don't even understand the left always does. identity the, politics. The left always demonizes those who disagree with them, and they will come up with any way to do so. And you look at the left, they're, they're – they always pull the, the race card as their last-ditch effort to demonize their opponents. Um, but I don't care whether you're red, yellow, black, or white. Um, I want what is best for you and your families, not only today, but for generations to come. And being dependent on government is not what is in the best interest of anybody. And um, – encouraging and incentivizing people not to get married and incentivizing people to have more children when they're not married, that is only going to lead to a, 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 a fatherless America. And, and that is what we are seeing in so many communities across the country. And um, we have nobody to blame but ourselves and our government that is encouraging that. Ted, unintended consequences. Ted, unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, I can't thank you enough for a very informative, insightful show. I hope that you'll come on again. We can talk about a lot of different national issues, you know, and what you guys are trying to do and what policies you're working on to defeat the president. I hope that you will come back on again. And thank you so much for an awesome interview. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate it. Again, it's the Committee to Defeat the President, and we are at StopJoe.com, StopJoe.com. Thank you very much for those that are tuning in. This is the Chauncey Show. We're always right. Never left. We're running out of time. I apologize. i got about five or ten seconds left. Please join us for uh, Council uh, Councilwoman K.J. McKenzie going to be on the show next Tuesday. Follow us on Facebook, the Chauncey Show. And uh, you can also follow me at Bright Talk Radio Host on Facebook. Thank you. God bless you all. Until next time, thank you all for listening and have a safe evening.
Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.